today's episode is brought to you by Pure VPN. Whether you're streaming, browsing, or just looking for a little more online security, Pure VPN has you covered. Rated 4.8 stars by TruePilot and seen on Wired, Yahoo Tech, The Huffington Post, and Lifehacker, Pure VPN offers blazing fast VPN services at an affordable price. Pure VPN also has features like internet kill switch, split tunneling, and the capacity to allow 10 devices per account, as well as 24-7 customer support. Right now, they're even offering a 7-day full access trial for just 99 cents and an additional 40% off their monthly subscription service. Use the link in the show notes to secure this deal and your online activity today. Is that your like standard podcasting sweatshirt? I feel this, like I feel like I see that on you a lot, and it's what? not a bad thing, but it's just it's just like I'm very used to seeing it now. Uh, one, we are recording. We have been for about thirty <laughs> minutes. Just kidding, not thirty minutes. Uh, two, it is. I've been really. I don't know what these are called. Like this this style of like a sweater where it's like no hood. Just no hood, no zipper. It's just a standard sweatshirt. Just I think. a pullover. I think it's a pullover. I think that's the right word. Oh, okay. Well, I've I've grown to love these, and I bought a bunch of them. And this one is like real nice, real fuzzy inside. Uh, so I wear this one quite a bit. I like it. I there's nothing like I said, nothing against it, but it's it's not cons- uh, it's not inconspicuous. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, imagine if I wore a shirt that I promised you I wore on other occasions, but it was like, fuck you. And I wore it to our podcast. The very I love it. <laughs> I, I just have fallen into the, the COVID life, you know, where the same thing for a couple days, you know, maybe I'll wash it. I don't know. Dude, I'm, I'm that way with my, so around the house, because we keep the door open for the dog uh it's cold sometimes so like i constantly wear hoodies and stuff in the house Mm. and like when i get one like you know i'll put one on and if i'm not doing anything it's not really getting dirty so i'm just wearing it for a few days and then yeah i'll be like okay it's time to wash this like if i go on a walk in it I, i probably sweat it a little so then it's then it's out and then i'll wear another one for like several days so maybe like like a hoodie and a half a week is like maybe where I'm at right now. For sure. For and sure. Conspiracy club hoodie is in that rotation now. <laughs> yes. I do love that thing. God, it's amazing. Yes. I'm glad. I'm Val was glad. like, <laughs> when I first got it, we went on a walk and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear my hoodie. So I had it. And she's like, should you be wearing that in public? <laughs> <laughs> There's not like a big like, dick on it or something. Yeah, it's and then there's nothing too crazy. And I was like, if anybody questions me on it, like they they have zero sense of humor. Like there's Sasquatch and the Loch Ness monster on this hoodie. Yeah, like, this is not like a serious political statement. This it's is like, a joke. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like I I scanned the the image like very hard to make sure there weren't anything like super controversial like i didn't find any like twin towers on there 
or like oh shit there's, like that. There's like a space station in the moon. Yeah. <laughs> the alien is holding a big Q, so that's like the only maybe questionable thing. But uh, come on, come what on. is that like QAnon? QAnon, I imagine. Oh, I didn't uh, connect those dots. Very well done. I mean, it, I don't, I don't put much stake in it. <clears throat> but then there's like Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster. There's uh, the the pyramid with the eye on the tablecloth, yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, dude, this hoodie is the best. This is the greatest thing ever. I love it. It's all the fun ones, and it's very comfortable. <sighs> Thank God. Thank God. Well, this is the Alex and Sterling Watch Stuff podcast. I'm Sterling. I am Alex. I was going to say I'm Sterling, but I don't want to play it out. <laughs> <laughs> I decided not to go that route. Yeah, not this time. Um, this is the show where we watch, drink, and review slash recap. Um, <laughs> this week. <laughs> little bit of a rocky start this week uh sterling challenged me to catch up uh as much as possible on a show that he loves a showtime show called your honor uh starring yes. our good friend brian cranston um i just finished episode three moments before logging on to this call wow you did a great job i'm i'm at a I'm caught up. I think I'm at like episode five. So I would love to hear what you think about the first three. It's fresh in your mind. You just started real fast before we doom the world again. Cheers. Hold on. Dang. <laughs> you almost broke your shit. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I felt that here in my chest. That was sick. Well, I want to hear how that comes through on the recording. Um, yeah. Yes. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Um, I don't even remember what brought me to watch this show originally. Probably just Brian Cranston's face. That's it. I would think so. Like the, I'll say this, the, uh, I don't know what they're called, the actual term for them, but like the, the pictures that come up, um, like when you're scrolling through, any streaming service like a thumbnail like youtube Ooh, i guess a thumbnail would be a good term um i almost want to say it's like the cover you know like yeah. people don't have these anymore so there's like this and it's like its own shape it's like its own size picture so mm-hmm. like the uh like the thumbnail on amazon for a movie like is going to be different than the dvd cover because they're just different shapes and and right. stuff like that so it's actually pretty cool that it's created its own little thing but the thumbnails for this are very cool looking like brian cranston's like creased serious face it's like <laughs> ooh, what's going on <laughs> yeah he's got a great face uh mm-hmm. i like it um he but could yeah, be, it's like, crazy. He could be a, like a real scary bitch. Like I just keep, I constantly draw connections to Breaking Bad. That's what Fal said. And because I had been watching Breaking Bad and she's been like, you know, over the shoulder watching it. And then you told me to watch this. She's like, they're the same person. Like they're, he's, he's the same character in this than that. And I'm like, well, we're not that far into Breaking Bad. So I don't know if we can draw that connection, but I can see similarities when he basically 
puts his big boy pants on uh, a couple times in this show. And it's like, okay, like this is a little Walter Whitey, but I think it's more just like a dude handling business. Like, yeah. There is a problem and it needs to be solved now by me. <laughs> like right. I'm taking responsibility right. for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this show's awesome. Oh yes. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm really digging it. What I'm there's a couple things I was a bit nervous of. I guess starting from episode one because before you watched episode, or as you were watching? As I was watching, I was a little nervous. Oh. Especially like the first episode in any show has a slightly different feel and cadence than mm. the rest of the show because they have to build on something like you're coming in fresh you know nothing this isn't a star wars situation where they're like telling you what's happening and then they drop you in it's like opening scene something's happening and you're like okay like how do i how do i strike the match and like let this thing go so this show and i've and i've kind of kept track of it through the first three episodes anyways they're all an hour long so like that's three hours of content uh totally it's artsy and i was nervous about that a little bit oh i see but i actually like it a lot at least in the three episodes that i've seen when i say artsy i guess that's i feel like derogatory but it's like a lot of useful silence like oh things happening yeah. on the screen nobody's talking and you're just kind of like picking up what's happening brian cranston is running like nobody's saying a word he's just running around like okay mm -hmm. uh and stuff like that so i was like shoot like is this gonna be like artsy bullshit like indie film stuff that i'm about to watch and it's a little bit of that but i think it's it's that style done correctly where it's not like overdone so you're like at the end of something and you're like what the fuck did i just watch like really like any oh my god what's that really attractive guy's name <clears throat> uh alex the guy who was in is it driver. alex it could be me oh could be me driver and a place beyond the pines oh you know who i'm talking about not chris evans uh notebook guy too right yeah that guy like he's <sighs> i have no problem with him specifically but the movies he's in are just bullshit and they do that type of stuff way over the top and then it doesn't mm -hmm. really tell a story at least to me so i'm like what am i in for here uh but this actually gets gets into it pretty good and then they do good character development with the dialogue that they have and mm -hmm. the little tidbits that they leave. <sighs> the, <sighs> I really appreciated this. <laughs> the dude is sleeping with his teacher. Yeah, dude. What oh the hell? God. That's that such so a crazy, like weird side story. Like Katie and I watched a whole show where the whole premise was that. And this is just a very little thing in this, this is show. A sliver. This is going to be an inconvenient <laughs> loose end in this story. Yeah. Which is insane to me. Because, A, they look relatively the same age. So, like, I wasn't... that wasn't they, could, they could probably pass on the street 
I and think. then she was like, I'll see you at school. And I was like, okay, she's like in his grade. That's cool, whatever. And then like an episode and a half later, she's teaching the class. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's so, so the the premise of this show, Your Honor, is oh boy. So we obviously it's about a judge, right? That's Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston's kid is out driving uh, in a a shady area of town, or it feels shady because people are approaching him all weird. They're like, "Don't we don't want you here, bitch." Yeah, so it's strange. And what we get from this is he's there not randomly, but it's the anniversary of his mother's death. Mm -hmm. And he drops off a photo of her and flowers to what we can only assume based on all of the evidence is the liquor store that she was shot at. You got all of that then? It's got to be. That was like when I was watching this. Why else? Why else would you do wow. that? Like spoilers, all- spoilers. You're so completely right. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know why I fucking don't think the way you do, but I did. I didn't connect those dots that way. Well, okay. So I'm I'm cheating a little bit. I knew. Oh. I didn't know she was shot. I thought it was a car accident outside of the because he lays it like on the outside of the building yeah i thought it was a car accident and i was like maybe she was crossing the street or something and a car hit her or whatever like but i knew she died in this place like that was to me that was obvious and i was like okay so he's there for a reason and what what really pisses me off is there's like these dudes around that like even though they can also put together this sentimental situation they're like trying to chase him off by just like intimidating him and like brooding him down and he drives off and then he this was weird to me he does a lap like he goes in a block and comes around to the same street which if i'm being chased by dudes i'm just leaving i'm not just going in a circle but he comes back around and they like crushed the picture and the flowers and stuff and i was like i i still don't know why maybe you do but i don't know why they did that like i don't see what the problem was with him doing that I I don't have a firm answer, but mainly I think it's just, you know, you don't belong here kind of mentality. Like, oh, this is our area. Whatever your fucking bullshit is, get it out. Like, this is our place, not yours. Even if your mom died here, like, we don't care. Like, get out. I don't think they understood the significance, but it was really weird. That's pretty dark to like trash a picture in flowers. Like imagine if you saw like someone kicking a bunch of flowers, like you've seen those on the side of the road and like freeways and stuff, like the little monuments, people who died. Like imagine if you saw someone kicking those out or something. Why? Why would they do that? Yeah. It's, there's no, there's no real benefit. Like I don't, I don't see the, the upside being like this is my turf and you like kick someone's monument down it's like it's bad karma man you're coming back as an ant you're yeah, right right <laughs> or an anal bead that's like that. what they said on pineapple express coming back as an anal bead <laughs> do you want to come back as an anal bead or a dragon 
so he's our, our the kid the the judge's son he's trying to do a thing for his mom he's trying to pay his respects i guess and he has terrible god-awful asthma it's it's getting very bad yeah and apparently it's like set on by like extreme anxiety like he's he looks to me he looks like a like a junkie in the first place so he's like yeah he looks real shady and then these dudes try to chase him off and it like starts to a panic situation and he's like needs his inhaler and it's on the the floor of the passenger seat so he's like trying to grab it and then this freaking suv starts chasing him around making it way worse yeah meanwhile this is all happening we flash to what I originally thought was like the least intimidating person I've ever seen. Uh, ends up being like the mafia boss guy. He does a good job. He does a good job. Shit. He does. Like he. Now when I see him, I'm like, okay, like. I could see why you're intimidating, but at first I was like, dude, you're an accountant. Like, don't. <laughs> That's a good call. Like you're a dentist. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> And he gives his son a motorcycle, which is rad. Yeah. Um, and the kid takes off and like is on a joyride for his birthday gift, like riding this motorcycle around. And then you, you like before it happens, you obviously put the pieces together. You're like, oh shit! Like this kid is about to get crushed. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be a T-bone situation. I thought he was going to like run a stop sign and clip him. Ah, uh, that would have been a little better. I think so. Maybe. But, but I don't think in the mind or eyes of a of a mob boss, it doesn't matter. Nope. I don't I don't think it fucking matters. They're out for blood. Oh. So searching for his inhaler in a panic state of being chased out of a rough part of town, he leans down and accidentally swerves into the other lane and head on collides with this mafia boss's kid flipping him over the car this was rough bro how have you seen anything this intense or realistic in recent memory no bro this was next level bad it was it was a little a little over the top in my opinion as far as how much blood was around which is fine because it was still like yeah if you're gushing from the head there's going to be some blood around but i think there was a little bit much but it was it was it was pretty damn realistic, I'll say. Yeah. Like as far as we watch the body flip over the car, kid is on the ground. His leg is the wrong way. Oh. His leg is not oh. happening. <laughs> and it was it like wasn't too over the top like anime, but it was just it. Was, I think there was a little too much blood around his head. That's my thought. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because I've seen a motorcycle accident of a similar fashion, and there wasn't that much blood around this guy's head. But Ooh. it was it was really well done. It wasn't too over the top. Um, and he's like, he gets out of the car, and he tries to help this kid, and he leans over, and then he just coughs blood on him. Ugh. Ugh. It was so bad. <laughs> and then you, one of the things that I really liked is they show like the patch of of skull missing yeah 
pumping blood out and you're like oh this dude is not it's game not over. going to survive for the next 30 seconds like he's out he's out he's out for the t- like unless like you cup you cup it you know you're like put your and would that even do it like would- is that enough i don't know man Oof. it was pretty brutal and and oh. so the kid like obviously dies and and the son adam his phone starts ringing and it's his father and he like hangs up and dials 911 and can't talk cuz he's like having an asthma attack so he's just wheezing into the phone and leaves the scene in a panic and this is what starts the entire problem of the show is now this judge's kid has just accidentally murdered a mafia boss's son and run away from the scene. So he comes home and tells his dad, like, I did a thing. It's a real problem. So sorry. My bad. And they're like, you know what? We got to turn you in. It's going to be okay. Like, I'll take care of it. Yeah. And he's like, I, I'm a judge. I know how to best play this to make it just look like a fucking accident you you're a kid you freaked out you came you came home to talk to me it'll be fine right yeah yeah and it was like there was going to be a punishment but it was going to be reasonable because of the circumstances but as soon as they saw who the victim was brian cranston's in the police station and he sees the bad guy and his wife crying over finding out that their son is dead he immediately realizes though the justice system might find it reasonable that guy will not and it's going to be a huge problem for him and his whole family they're all going to die so he's like yeah "Yeah, we're not doing this we're not admitting guilt we're going to cover this whole shit up get in the car this whole show is so tense dude yeah unbelievable and that's what what i that's one of the things i appreciate about the i i keep saying artsy and i feel bad because that sounds derogatory but the the way that they film it with a lot of like useful silence it it just keeps the tension there it's so like drawn out it's like a punishment mm-hmm. <laughs> like watching this and you're yeah like, you start sweating you're like dude especially Ugh. especially in episode two and three when they attempt to cover it up with the car and this oh, kid gets fucking in. christ that like foul is really frustrated at the show because of <laughs> And I'm like, I think it's going to turn around. I think we're going to be okay. But basically, like, now their goal is to cover it up. So he's, like, coming up with an alibi. And, like, the next day, they're doing all this stuff. And he's like, to get a convincing alibi, you have to live it. It has to be the closest thing to the truth possible. And even though... It's so smart because, like, he knows as a judge, when they ask these people six months from now, if a thing happened, they're going to be like did a judge really come in and talk to you and say this thing on this day? It, they won't remember exactly the day. They'll be like, oh, yeah, the judge came in and we talked about fucking Kit Kat bars or whatever. You know, it doesn't, exactly. they won't, it's just that they'll remember the scenario, not the day. So it, he's so fucking smart. 
dude and like foul was asking me like what's he doing and i was like he's building memories and like asking the coffee shop lady about the house style and all this stuff and like telling her like oh i'm a judge and i'm doing this case and all this stuff and you're right she's gonna remember the conversation but if they say did it happen on this day or this day she's not gonna remember the day it happened unless something significant in her life tells her hey oh it was the day after this but it, it more than likely statistically speaking she's gonna totally. say oh yeah it was probably the ninth uh because i remember this this and this genius like teaching people how to get get away with crime genius yeah crazy dude so good uh and so like i also picked up on that right away he's like building the story even though it's the wrong day he knows nine times out of ten it doesn't date, matter the date's not gonna stick yeah part of that story is the car's got to be stolen there's no getting around the fact that this car hit this dude so how do i get out of this situation i got to report the car stolen he here's the here's the thing that i don't quite get and i might have been distracted or whatever who Mm -hmm. is the guy that he talks to is he like he's a politician of some kind yeah, and also his his best friend. Yeah, they're like they're they're super tight, obviously. But what is he? He's like a councilman or something. He's like a councilman politician about to be. I think he's also running for mayor. I think so too, because he like we see him campaigning a little bit. Uh, also, we should have mentioned this is all in New Orleans, and the vibe is fucking amazing. Dude, it's cool. It's really. Yeah. I like that it's not L.A. or New yeah. York totally or something you know it's like it's it's a different feeling place and we were in the first episode we were like where is this like what's happening and this was something i didn't know but as soon as they said uh the ninth ward or ninth district or ninth ninth something Mm -hmm. val was like oh that's new orleans like she oh really right away and i was like oh Oh, yeah i wouldn't have known that me neither uh but it's cool it gives it a really different vibe some of the suburban scenes are a little like ambiguous like it could be a lot of places For but sure. some of the some of the other scenes like the scene the accident are like really unique at least to me mm-hmm. like it almost the only other place that it could have been in my mind at least is like alameda yeah you know? exactly it's the like, same fucking houses and stuff yeah it's like kind of the same vibe exactly Where is this I dude, I feel the same way. It was it's very cool that vibe. And like they're they're like different culture. Like they talk about like eating fucking shrimp and stuff all the time. Yeah, and the the uh the bad guy, I don't know if you caught it, but the the son was doing research on the family because he's like his guilt is overflowing. So he's like mm-hmm. doing Googling and he's known in the news as the oyster king. Mm. he's got like a front business of apparently oysters and does shady shit on the side but like that's pretty unique to that area I totally think. totally um super fucking interesting i i feel do you think like san francisco would have a vibe like that like if it was very san francisco-y i feel like san francisco is different san francisco is very different and you can tell um especially not in the city but well in the city for sure. But like when you get closer to the West side of the peninsula, the houses mm. have a very specific 
feeling to them. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're going down those streets, uh, in my experience, it's very unique. Like I haven't been anywhere else that feels like that. Yeah. Like driving around San Francisco, like especially by, I don't even know what the park is, like the big park over there. Um, like Golden Gate Park? Golden Gate Park um, and stuff like that. It's like the houses over there are just different looking. I think so too. I feel like it, you would get a vibe. I'm trying to think of like cities where you'd get a vibe, you know, not just blended. I don't know. But uh, what's happening? Oh, you're, you're saying he was like looking them up and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I just mean like for, for context of New Orleans, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he talks to his best friend, congressman, chairman, whoever this guy is, politician guy. Running mayor guy. And is like, hey, I need you to get rid of the car. Uh, he doesn't know what happened. Uh, that was that was kind of fucked up. Like that, he's kind of like involving his best friend, and uh, he doesn't know why. But his best friend is like, "Yeah, dude, anything, I'll fucking make it disappear." Well, dude, and I love that. That was cool. He's like, "Yeah, whatever you want." But he misled his best friend, being like, "I need you to get rid of the car because it's my dead wife's car." Like seeing it, looking at it. Mm-hmm. driving it reminds me of her it's better if it's gone and in the context of the show it's been a year since his wife was killed so yeah. it's like you know this is not healthy for me as an individual to to hold on to this and the best friend is like absolutely like seeing it is hurting you and when it's gone it's going to hurt a little bit but then after a couple days it's going to be better for you i totally understand I'll take care of it. Leave the keys under the front wheel and uh, it'll be gone. It'll be fine. And he sets up this whole illegal, like, I'm going to take your car to a chop shop and, and make sure there's nothing left of it. Oh, if only, if only. Oh, bro, this hurts so it bad. It gets so bad. What I understand to be the lowest rank on the totem pole of this gang. Like, that's yeah. the way I took it. It's like, he makes a call and the guy he calls makes a call and basically it gets to this dude and they're like, Hey, you got to pick up this car, take it to the chop shop. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he goes up to the, to the car keys are there, grabs the keys, takes car is on his way. It's the timing. The timing is, is, is the worst part. Yeah. (laughs) He had made a call to the police to, to bring his son in. But he didn't tell anybody why he made the call. He's just like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be showing up at the station and, uh, you know, I'll see you there. No one knows anything. He doesn't show. He sees the mob boss, takes off. So no one, he was supposed to be there and he's not there. So the next day, one of the detectives, because he's a judge, they all know him. They're like, hey, I, uh, you know, you made the call and then we didn't see you. So I thought I'd stop by. I was here anyway. Uh, and he tries to play it off, and she's like, mm, that's bullshit. Um, this motherfucker stole your car, and it's unacceptable, so I'm going to get him. And then as he's on his way to the chop shop, some some patrolman pulls him over. I thought he was going to get shot right then and there. It was real tense. It was a real tense moment. Everything yeah. about this kid is tense. 
Oh, and that's so, so bad. And that's one of the things that Fallon doesn't really like about the show is they're like basically really picking on the black kid. And I mean, it's accurate. Like it's it, how it would go down. It's accurate. And it's, it's all just bad timing. And mm-hmm. it is really tough to watch. Uh, especially when he's like, I don't know what he, cause he literally doesn't know what's going on. He was ordered to pick up the oh, car. And that's yeah. It. He's fucked. So then his, his crewmates or whatever, like are like, yeah, you're uh, you're going to take the fall for this. He's like, take the fall for what? Like I didn't do anything. Yeah. And now he's like, you know, if you want your family to be taken care of your mom and brothers and sisters, um, you're going to plead guilty to this charge and, and we're going to get this over with. <sighs> so then so bad. it's him getting processed and him being confused. And he was like tortured into confession basically by these cops. Yeah. And the brother of the victim is in jail for murder uh, yeah. And they transfer him over with their connections. So the part I left off on was him walking into the cell of the brother, who's very much there to kill him, like 100%, no doubt in my mind, set up to be in this jail to murder his ass. He walks into the cell and is like, I'm the guy. Because he thinks that guy killed his brother and left him. Exactly. He thinks he did. And the episode, at least the way it ended for me, was he walks into the cell and says, you know, his name, which I'm pretty sure the mom told him at the funeral. Oh, dude, just you fucking wait to hear what this guy did. The the brother of the victim did to be in jail, like exactly what he did. Oh, God, we just heard it. It is terrible. They read into it a little bit in the hearing. And I didn't catch it fully, but it sounded like he really messed some guy up. Like split his spine in half or some shit. So the guy, spoilers, the guy's alive. And in one episode, he talks about what happens, what happened to him. And oh my God, dude, it's so fucked up. It's crazy. Like this guy's bad news. Yeah. So he goes into his cell and is like, yeah. You think I killed your brother. We don't know. I, I have no idea what he's about to say. And I'm desperately clinging to the idea that he convinces the brother that he's innocent. Like, even though it's bad news for Brian Cranston and his family, I don't want this kid to get murdered because he totally afraid. doesn't deserve it. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. He took the fall. Because they essentially threatened his family. Like, yeah. really bad news. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. It's a very, very tense show. Um, has Fel watched every episode with you? Yep. Nice. It, it's great, dude. Um, did you notice that uh, they, the dog left a like bloodstained shirt under the dresser? Oh, I did. Oh, I noticed so hard. Oh, he, hang, I, hang I on saw when he shit. picked it up, and I was like, "What are you doing, dog?" And Fal's like half watching, and she's like, "What are you <laughs> talking about?" I was like, "The dog just picked up evidence. Uh, this is bad." And like, I 
can't even explain like how nervous I am. And <laughs> the dog is like <laughs> pawing at it under the dresser because he lost it. And Brian Cranston's like, shut up, dog. And I'm like, go look, go look at yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. It gets, it just spirals out of control. It gets wild. It has to. It's uh, already wild. And apparently it's a, uh, what do they call it? Like a mini, mini series or uh, basically it's, it's a, a finished series. So it's one season and done which is dope. So it's like going to be a complete story beginning to end. Do you know how long it is? Because there's eight episodes available. On uh, definitely not eight. Like I just watched eight and it's definitely not that last episode. So I'm thinking 10, 12 max. A show like this goes to like 12 max, right? I think so. The mini series would be 10 to 12. I think you're right. I think 12 is a maximum almost and that's 12 hours of storytelling they're all an hour long it's great and we'll know we'll know like after next episode i guess we'll know if then the one following is the last i believe yeah i think they'll set it up enough to be like okay we know what needs to happen or what's probably going to happen Mm -hmm. dude when the kid his name is escaping me something jones kofi kofi jones Kofi, kofi jones he's in the infirmary and you see the camera and the light on it is so bright. You're like, oh. that's going to turn off. You know it. It has to turn off. There's no reason for it to be that bright unless they're going to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Just the feeling of fear you get and he gets when it turns off. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a, the, what Fallon and I were thinking, there's a door under the camera. And we're like, the guy's in there. The guy's in there. He's going to come out right now. Dodge the bullet. Spoilers. Yeah, dodge the bullet for now. We'll see. But it's great so far. And I want to get your well, damn, you've seen a lot. He tells his teacher girlfriend. He confesses to her. And okay. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That okay. I was wondering if you had gotten to that part where he starts being fucking so dumb. Just he is so and rightfully so he feels horribly guilty yeah. as you should as a normal human being but yeah. he tells his teacher what are you doing this is the same teacher that was hooking up with the dude he hit like the brother the, the or not the brother the the victim the victim that started this whole thing that was the teacher Wait a so, second. So they shared the teacher and she was hooking up with him. Wait she, a second. I thought she was hooking up with Brian Cranston's kid. Am I stupid? She's she's kind of fucking around with with a bunch of dudes. She has a, a problem. So she's the girl in the beginning. Uh, yeah. At the, at, yeah, so she's hooking up with the mob boss's kid and then she's hooking up with Brian Cranston's kid and an okay. un, untold number of other kids. Okay, I didn't realize she was hooking up with Mob Boss's kid. Yeah. I feel silly for not realizing that. I remember them, Adam, Brian Cranston's kid, and the teacher in the beginning, and the dog comes in, and then she takes off and is like, see, at school, and that's when I thought she was a student. When do we 
see her with the mob bosses kid so early so early on really? yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. okay well i'm dumb um uh, maybe you know what i need to go watch the first episode again maybe i'm wrong but i very much could have sworn she was hooking up with him too i don't think so because i didn't realize yeah how would you not know you just watched it i didn't realize they knew each other um and i know she knew him dang now i'm second guessing myself well now i'm second guessing myself uh which is fine but it's still like he told her now she knows for sure and we've got a serious problem on our hands and it's like i get the kid for feeling bad i i would hopefully feel that bad too i would like to think i would the the problem is like his he and his dad made a decision to cover shit up and go in the direction that they are going in now so pe- more people don't die like he's going to kill those, those two, like he's endangering his dad and he's going against his dad's plan. His dad like is is doing everything and he's risking his career. He could go to prison. Like his dad is doing everything to protect him. He's fucking shit up, not just for himself, but for his dad too. And potential other family members. Yes. It's very poor decision-making. One of the things, and I don't know if it's ever going to come up, but one of the things that hit me was, on the day that it happened, his dad was in court. So there's very firm record of him being somewhere else. Oh you know what I God, mean? You're right. You're so, so right. Like, like I don't if know they if really dug right. into that, they would know. Yeah, they're like, because then he starts telling people like, oh, I was with my son doing anniversary of my wife's death stuff, like going to the cemetery and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they do that the next day. But the day previous, he was looking into other cases. He was on the bench doing stuff right. on record. So right. like it's not refutable. He was in court these times. Everybody knows the dates. Yes. So I'm and it sounds like you're just realizing that now. So maybe Yeah, yeah, you're, you're totally uh no, not yet, at least. And I'm on episode eight, but you're fucking very good pull. You're totally right. I'm like very nervous of that happening. At this but point, I have apparently so, five more episodes for that not to happen. <laughs> yeah. At this point, this late in the game, I feel like it's, uh, what do they call it? Um, not, not a loophole, but a, a, a basically a fuck up. Yeah. At uh, least for now. Like a but, plot hole. It's like a plot hole. It, there's a plot hole of, and maybe it was just in the morning or maybe there's a way around it. But I did notice that because it turns out that the kid that it gets pinned on, it was his mother's case they were trying the day before. Mm. So it's like, mm, shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay, so that actually goes brings us full circle here. So maybe those guys... Maybe those guys were being shitty to him because they don't think that guy that killed her should be in prison or something. Like, because obviously that guy came from that area that's being tried that day. Yeah. You know, maybe they're sort of defending their buddy, which is dumb. 
Like you killed my innocent mother. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Still, still ambiguous, confusing to me. But, but how do you rate it? How do you like it so far? Are you gonna keep watching? I I have to keep watching. Like it's yes. so good. One of the things I noticed. First of all, I rate it on a one to ten. Uh, probably like an eight. Yeah. Like, really good it's really well done like i said it's very artsy feeling mm-hmm. but i'm i'm growing to appreciate that at least in this context of like uh, a lot of the shots they use are very interesting um mm-hmm. when, like, if the same story and even the same actors had been filmed uh like on a tv network or something they would have used like different camera angles and stuff like that you know so like what I've been keeping track of is they do a lot of like straight on center shots, like actors are staring basically at the camera. Yeah, totally. In the middle of the frame, which I think is really interesting. And I, I'm trying to keep track and I, I, it's not a hundred percent, but it's almost like when someone's very certain of something, they're in the oh. center of the frame. Like Brian Cranston's very certain and distinct, and he's in the middle of the frame, staring like at the camera, basically. And the mob boss, similarly, he's like resolute. He's made up his mind, and he's in the center of the frame. And then there's other folks like the son, who's like not in the center of the frame, and stuff like that. And that's like, a good pull, damn. I I'm not a hundred percent on it. Like I I do want to keep watching and try to keep track of this trend, but like this is what I'm noticing about the the filming style so far is that it's I think they're being deliberate about that they're not just good angles it's like kind of deeper than that Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of the mob boss's wife like has center camera stuff going on totally like I don't know I normally I would not like stuff like that but in this instance I'm really appreciating it and I'm like, I'm focused on it. So I don't know. I like it. It's a good show. Hell yeah. And again, that's on Showtime for all of you folks who want to watch that. Uh, I was relieved that it was on Showtime. I, I felt like other than Shameless, I didn't have a whole lot to pull from Showtime. So this was a really good new one they put on there. Although I got to say publicly, Showtime's streaming interface could use a little help. Ugh, for sure. For sure. It's not wonderful. It's not unattractive, but like finding the show I wanted took a minute. Like I had to scroll all the way to the end because it's in alphabetical order. Your honor starts with Y. So it's all the way at the end. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to like scroll through and there wasn't a lot of like other options. And then when you get to the show you want, you click it and there's not like a like on Amazon, you get to the thing you want, even episode deep, you're like, okay, like episode three, resume or play from beginning or whatever. This is just, do you want to play it or not? And it's like, well, it's because <laughs> it's almost finished playing, like the red bar is all the way at the end. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, do you want to play it or not? I'm like, I want to start it over. Like, is that a thing? And yeah. I hit it 
And then it starts over. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But what if I had stopped it 20 minutes in a right. while ago and I come back to it? Is it going to start over or, or is it going to pick it up? I don't know. There's totally. no other option. There's no button for that. It just says, right. you want to fucking play the episode or not? <laughs> like, I don't know. You in or you out? <laughs> Are you in? We're going to start this. We're going to start this train over whether you want to or not. So it could use a little help, but. That's um, a definite thing. That's neither here nor there. That's my personal preference. Uh, so is that it from you on the episode? Episodes show? Yeah, man. Um, I'm definitely going to keep watching. Um, it's causing me great anxiety, but it's a really <laughs> well-made show. And I need to see what happens to uh, Cafe Jones. Kofi? Kofi Jones. Kofi Jones, yeah. Kofi Jones. I'm very excited for you to catch up and for the end of the show, maybe we should do a recap in a couple of weeks. We should, man. We should circle back because it's going to take me a minute. I've been working so much lately. Like I feel like I'm not giving my mind a break for the movies, but look at you busting ass. It's not a good thing. I like to keep strict rules, cut it off at five Been working late and weekends to to handle some business hey you're getting it done and the results are showing my friend so cheers to you that's right cheers to podcast yours is so good it's an empty water bottle that's what i need in my life so no more number it has officially expired so stop okay. calling us on there. Yeah, please. All you porno numbers, stop. Um, if you want to reach out to us, not even if you want to, just please do. Uh, email us at aswspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are on social media at aswspodcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. You can DM me uh, for recommendations, comments, concerns, uh, you know, lawsuits, anything really. Just go ahead and <laughs> hit that DM button. We'll or take it all. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Guess that's it. I think that's it. Good night, everybody. Bye, losers. <laughs> Say that to them.